Hello and welcome to Grazia Life Advice, Grazia's podcast. I'm Rhiannon and each week I'll be interviewing women worth listening to and getting them to pass on the sixth best piece of advice they've ever been given and the worst piece too. Thank you so much for joining us for our seventh episode. This week's guest is Meg Matthews. The original Britpop queen, Meg first entered the nation's consciousness in the 90s as the wife of Oasis's Noel Gallagher. They later had a daughter, Aeneas, who is famous in her own right these days. Part of the Primrose Hill set, including the likes of Kate Moss and Sadie Frost, we became used to seeing pap shops of her partying days. But when we met Meg in her North London home recently, it was a different story. Now a menopause campaigner, her website, Meg's Menopause, is now her award-winning passion, trying to bring better awareness to the topic, which many women face silently. As well as talking about that, Meg gave us advice on everything from addiction to feminism via drinking enough water. So, over to Meg. I'm here with Meg Matthews in her gorgeous London home. Hi, Meg. Hi, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm really good, thank you. Yeah, we've got lovely, got a little doggy visitor as well. We've got Oscar oh, over got there. Oscar here, yeah. <laughs> Oscar's always here. Yeah. Yeah, he just, uh, just hanging out, yeah. you know, Is getting a bit old now. Oh. Yeah, the other one's going to come bouncing through the door probably any minute. So Can't you wait. might have to just go, <laughs> kids and dogs might come bounding into the middle of the podcast. So Perfect. we'll all be ready for that. So we're here to get your um, best advice, your six pieces of advice but yeah. and before that let's talk you're in a really imp- interesting point in your life at the moment we know yeah. you in so many different guises and at the yeah. moment you're talking about the menopause that's what, yeah that's what you're all about so yeah so basically yeah I suppose look I've been going for a while now haven't I look back from the 90s rock chick um you know early uh 2000 I was doing my um uh, wallpaper and furniture and um um you know baker street boys yeah there's been a few projects on the way and uh this just came about because as as we all know if you know my story i hit the menopause really badly about uh sort of 49 48 49 hit it really badly um didn't know what it was as most people don't and then hit 50 and it was like a tsunami and mm. i just could not believe that the symptoms and what got, comes with the menopause is it just actually you know the thought of I just thought oh I'm not going to have a period was going to be absolutely great (laughs) just thought wow yeah a hot flush no periods you know wow I can you know sail through that but little did I know it's like you know chronic fatigue um um you know uh aching joints feeling nauseous no libido um just uh, a flat lining I wouldn't call it depression but you just feel flat mm. um you know um it just it's just an ongoing as we know 34 symptoms and it, it's it's quite it's really quite frightening mm. and the more women that I speak to the more that I understand that it is, you know, women do not know. We have not been prepared no. for any of this. Yeah. And this is what's frightening about it. You know, I don't know whether it's our way of life that um, it's the symptoms have come on a lot worse because we're, you know, we have a lot more stress in our lives and we feel... Um, you know, a faster lifestyle or whatever. But um, I think with the way that we eat, the way that we exercise, the way that we don't really look after ourselves like, you you know, that we surely should do, I think it's having a big impact on us Mm. mentally and physically. And so with Meg's menopause, I just hope that I can just um, put some awareness out there, you know, quick, easy, nice, fun stuff on this nice pink website, which is... um, 
simple and nice and all honesty all like what I've been through and you know you know saying all the things that you know gosh I just didn't want to go to the gym because I put weight on and I was just Mm -hmm. like you know how mad does this sound but you should go to the gym to lose weight but I was so self-conscious that I I didn't want to go to the gym till I'd lost weight but so many women could actually relate to that you know and um the comfort eating and the wanting to stay in at night you Mm. know because you just think oh I just you know making excuses not to go out and and I think seeing someone glamorous like yourself who's living this you know great lifestyle and talking about those things is what makes it so you know kind of so great that people are able to kind of see that resource you know yeah because I've just looked around and like I was saying before I've like sat there and thought why isn't EastEnders why isn't Emmerdale why isn't Hollyoaks not one of Mm. these soaps um, have done a storyline they've done paedophilia they've done um, mental health issues but they've never covered the menopause Mm. you know and you know like if we had Bette Lynch having a hot flush many years (laughs) ago and not being able to pick her earrings out because she didn't know what colour to put on or what pair Mm. you know probably would have prepared a lot of people you know like you know instantly like my dad or you know it would come in a storyline and these storylines I think are very important Mm. with the nation because they always seem to learn something for it why they're actually watching it but there wasn't any of that you know oh my wife or my my partner is not feeling like sex you know Mm. and then you know the pressure of it or whatever but it's all down to like you know the lack of testosterone and hormones so if we just had that out there would have made it you know I think a lot easier and would have made it sort of like just a talkable piece but it wasn't they need to get you on storyline consultant yeah I'm up there everyone listen out if you need a storyline I've got great ones great ones right so we're here to hear so basically the idea is we want to hear the best piece of advice you've ever been given and things that have helped you know kind yeah. of shape your life and we're going to pass it on to people listening you know, yeah so advice. my mum sadly she's passed away but she used to always keep um, a, a book and she used to always write bits of poetry and bits of Oscar Wilde and um, anything that was a good saying. So when I was going through a, through a bad time or, or or whatever, she would just always have these sayings, wow. and um, and I've actually kept them to this day. Um, so I've basically just taken the ones out because they're quite scribbled when um, when she left them to mm. me. So um, basically, I've got some um, some bits of advice for all sorts here. Yeah. And how lovely, so, they all came from your mum as well. What a great yeah, thing Yeah, so basically, yeah, she was very, very like that. She was very quite articulate, and not like me. My dad's just one of these people who just watch football and love sports <laughs> and actually is off, you know, travelling back Bangkok. My mum was completely different. She was like always taking me to art galleries, which I moaned about, or mm. was like, you know, read this and talked about history, which is really reflected on Aeneas because Aeneas just like, absolutely loves history. Wow. Didn't really rub that much on me, but, you know, was always <laughs> taking me to, you know, to yeah. great places and to see things and and um and in that way um you know I just wish that I'd taken a bit more on board so um six pieces of advice when Mm. you first said this I was a bit like oh I just thought oh should I just do the beauty ones drink lots of water get lots (laughs) of sleep and then thought no 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 what I'll do is I'll get out get my mum's little book out and take ones that she'd said so So six bits of advice so first one I did was travel Mm -hmm. and um I just think this one is a great one. Yeah. Um, your destination never is never a place, but a new way of seeing things. Okay. So tell us what that means to you. So my destination is never a place, but a new way of seeing things. So I just think as as, you, as you're traveling, um, 
I've made the very big mistake of probably saying that I've been to um, New York many a times and um, spent a lot of the 90s probably just living in a hotel room. Fun. I probably <laughs> just did not actually probably see New York properly till Aeneas was, wow, probably seven or eight. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'd spent lots of times arriving in New York, you know, going clubbing, um, seeing the most amazing hotel rooms mm. but not ever going into the destination not actually living it and not getting the experience from it so um, I've made a conscious decision of um, as these years have gone on actually to when I go to a place is to act really like a tourist okay. and to get the most out of it because um, I could easily just go from like oh arriving here stay in the hotel hit Barney's you know, hit Berg off, mm. go to a few great restaurants and that's it. But yeah. now whenever I go anywhere, I, I'd go in it as a typical get time out and go and actually follow it and, and, and actually act like a tourist because yeah. I just think that is the only way to actually do it now and is to learn and to be there mm. because I had all these great, great places that I went to, but it was this small. Yeah. I was just, yeah, but, <laughs> Aeroplane, hotel, partying all night, mm. staying up, you know, going to a few restaurants and then leave, you know. So I just think, you know, when you get to a place, you know, you really have to get to a destination and, you know, and embrace it and mm. to be there and just to learn. Yeah, because traveling is one of the great things in life that kind of makes you grow and changes you. You yeah. can think of experiences we've had on holidays. That yeah, and, and I wasn't getting any of those experiences, yeah. you know. It's like I really think, you know, like when you're there, you do as as the locals do, you know, now. Yeah. So if you emerge yourself, like I just went to Tulum and it was like, you know, um, you know, just, just like we lived like sort of, you know, in these sort of huts on the beach and, you know, and I was just a bit like, you know, love the fact that it's like, you know, the fresh fish of the day mm. or, you know, no shoes and just really embrace like that. You know, there was downpours of rain and we were soaking wet. And I remember probably, you know, years ago, where I'd be like, oh my God, it's raining. But just, <laughs> you know, en enjoying the rain. And then it would dry off within yeah. minutes, you know, instead of just thinking, oh my God, the rain is here, mm. you know. So yeah. Yeah, just embracing and living and learning yeah. and just taking it all on board I think is you know yeah. it's just you know just getting right into the culture love that and uh, next just quite you know not at all deep finding yourself you yeah. said for your next one yeah so about this. finding yourself okay not until we are lost do we begin to understand ourselves life is a school of hard knocks and sometimes it isn't until knocked down that you find inner strength well, for me, that mm -hmm. could just basically, number one, just sum up um, basically me and my world of addiction. Um, so for me, um, you know, I could go on and on really basically mm -hmm. because, um, you know, I've um, suffered with alcoholism and, and addiction in lots of things from food mm -hmm. to shopping. You know, I was um, and it's not until it's actually like, as they say, sort of reach rock, rock bottom, yeah. you know, that I've actually sort of like took that knock. And then it was just like, finally, mm. I have to surrender because there's only only so many knocks that you can take. Yeah. And truthfully, you know, I, I think I've been given, you know, a, a 
a few chances and uh, they're not knocks like oh my god I've you know tried to commit suicide or I've you know been hit by a car but they're just knocks that are like you drop a stone in a pond mm. and they're rippling effect it's just that you know if the night out you drop the um, stone in the pond it's the ripple effects after like you maybe you've lost the phone or yeah. you the next day you feel so rubbish that you've flown your best friend out on her birthday I just think it's those little tiny things mm. that basically eventually they add up and eventually it's 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 just not good it's not etiquette it's not etiquette it's not the right word but it's just not the way that you should actually you know um you know um be towards your friends or conduct your life you Mm. know so for that one that that just covers all that area for me and it's really important and I make a conscious effort most days to keep to that how do you do that because I think we always have said it to people you're at rock bottom it can't get worse things are only going to get better but you can't always believe it when you're down there no that's the worst thing about it yeah how do you kind of I just think I think something finally clicks or mm. you have to finally just say, just say no. Yeah. That's what I've just found. You know what? It's only me that mm. could uh, eat that cream cake or buy that Gucci jacket or, or have that glass of wine, you know. So mm. for me, it's very important. And I just um, really love the way that this is said. And I just think, you know, I've, you know, I just think I have to make, um, you know, concert, concert, um, looking around my life and how, how much gratitude and mm. how grateful I am for, for this beautiful house yeah. and my dogs and my beautiful daughter and, and life, I love it because I like to keep my life really simple these okay. days. I don't put myself out there in any ways that is going to make me feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. which is going to make me feel, um, you know, in a way that if I feel uncomfortable, then I just don't, don't go mm. or don't do it. I just think my, a simple life, well, my life is not simple. Come on, let, we will say that. But in my, <laughs> in my, my world, it's, yeah. it's quite a, a simple life. I just like to keep it. Nothing that's going to make me feel un- uncomfortable. And the minute that I know that I'm going to feel uncomfortable, then I, I just don't really, um, if it's, say it's a red carpet, for instance, mm-hmm. yeah, and I've been invited. And on that day, I'm all about, yeah, I'd really like to go. But on that day, I'm just not really feeling it. Mm. So then I just say, no, who do I think of? I think of number one. Because yeah. number one is not being selfish. Number one means that I, if I think about Meg first, then that means that I will be a better mum. Mm. If I always put myself first, then the, the knock-on effect is going to be best for everybody. Mm. And do you think there were times in your life when you were going to those things and you just did not want oh, to? Oh, yeah. Make I mean, it? in the 90s and everything, of course, it was all very rock and roll, wasn't mm. it? <laughs> Wouldn't think twice about it. But, I mean, look, I'm 52 now. I'm not not 22. So mm. I think, you know, I've grown a lot and, um, you know, and I've made a few mistakes on the way. But, I, you know, I don't knock them. I just think everything, I've loved every bit of my life from the Britpop days in the 90s to, to all of it. I just think I've been one very lucky girl. Yeah. And the you highs know. and the lows, they complement each other, don't they? Yeah, and they, you know, I don't know. I haven't had the lows where I'm like, oh, God, you know. I yeah. just, the lows are probably, you know, lows are like what everyone gets. Oh, you might just get, you know, a bill or you might get this, but it's nothing that's like nobody no. else. It's just, it's just life on life's terms, isn't it? That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. 
Now, feminism is such a tricky subject. Every woman has their wow. own yeah. definition of what it means to them. And, and so you've taken advice here from, well, quite a good source, Maya yeah. Angelou. Well, yeah, because every time I turn on the TV, there is someone saying, you know, asking, are, oh, you know, all these men, are they feminists? Women, are they feminists? You know, say, what is a feminist? I mean, at the moment, it's like the most sort of, I think put out question there to everybody mm. so I just think you know um this one was great I'm a feminist I've been a female for a long time now it'd be stupid not to be on my own side yeah. which I think <laughs> is just sums it all up and yeah. yeah how simple and um you know don't have to go into great depths here I think you know we're you just uh as as feminist as um as that you believe i mean you know there's still this whole thing feminists burn the bras and mm. you know but it's not really i just think that also because all of a sudden women um fantastically in the the last um, year or so it's it's amazing how mm. it's changing and women are really standing together and even Meg's menopause I don't think would have been I you know me yeah. talking about masturbation you know and libido and mm. and dry vaginas would have been a little bit frowned upon I just think I was just at this moment mm. last year when I decided to do it um it just flowed, but I think women were ready, and um, mm. I think women were always ready. But I think it was probably a bit of a male, a dominant world for some reason, and it might not have been. I mean, I was on like Radio Four talking about it and masturbation on Women's <laughs> Hour, which I just absolutely loved, and I just yeah. was so honoured to be on that program, and it was great, and it was you know, it was taken, it was just like you know, three point nine million viewers or something, and the feedback was amazing. Yeah and it was just like great Meg you're at last you're you know you're opening up and you're not just saying oh my god I'm having a hot flush it's mm. like you know these are things that are going to happen it's going to happen to me your pelvic floor is going to is going to go we are we are not equipped and made to last forever no. we used to get the menopause at the age of 57 and probably die at 59 well hopefully now I'm 52 and you know I'd love to live to the ripe old age of of, of 80 yeah. so why should for the next 30 years do I have to go through um thinking that I'm you know you know falling to bits or or I can't um share this or you know speak to my partner and just say you know oh gosh at the moment you know things aren't exactly as they used to work down there but not feel embarrassed about it it can just become an everyday talking you know you know like yeah. even sort of from you know buying some tampax or buying some condoms why can mm. it not be i'm buying a bit of lube or yeah. you know well, absolutely and yeah. you because there's a lot of debate at the moment with me too and time's up and all the things going on at the moment yeah it can feel quite depressing but then people are saying it's an exciting time yeah. to be a woman would you veer on that side of things we're talking yeah about i think it's exciting because meg's menopause launch i just yeah. think it is exciting and you know, and it, I think it's moving a lot quicker than we thought it was mm. going to. I mean, you know, and that's what I think is really exciting because the way that it, way that it's moving, the way I would never have thought that I launched on the 10th of January and I've had over 80,000 hits on it's Meg's incredible. Menopause. I mean... The timing is completely right. I think women are quite proud to say I'm going, not proud, but they're like, you know, yeah, I'm going through the menopause. Doesn't matter. I'm going through the menopause. Mm. Before women were like, they didn't want to say they were going through the menopause. It was that shit taboo. And that's why I want to take the shame and the taboo because you're going to have 20 or 30 of years of, of this, mm. you know. So why sit there feeling, you know, what, what, um, 
you know, um, we've been made to feel um, you're over the hill or, you know, oh, you know, oh my God, she, oh, she's grouchy, she's going through the menopause, yeah. all these sort of taboo sayings that, you know, oh, don't mind her, she's probably going through the menopause, oh, you know, it mm. was just sort of brushed off and um, there was not much support. So I just think this is a really good time that it can just flourish and just hopefully just like, you know, you going on there and reading it will just think, you know, you'll be like, yeah, so what? Yeah, I am still mm. going to, you know, going to go out there and I'm going to do my stuff and with this help, you know, when you wake up in the morning and your joints are like inflamed, which is, is the worst feeling mm. and you walk to the toilet and all of a sudden you think, oh my God, I've got rheumatoid arthritis, oh my God. And then basically it's just, it's all it is is um it's just the lack of estrogen yeah and it's a simple thing to put back in your body yeah. four or five days later by rubbing on a bit of gel or hrt or bioidenticals or whatever that you want to take because it's not for me so i'm not a doctor so mm. i can't you know put you in the right direction but the, any of these things that you want to do it's a simple really simple thing i rub a bit some gel on my inner thigh mm-hmm. You know, and I had no idea it was just that. Yeah. And then four days later, my night sweat stopped. God. That's it. That's all it was. I mean, HRT, I, you know, I got caught up in the whole thing back in, you know, 2014, 15, thinking that word HRT was like, wow, that's scary. Mm. You know, do we do this? Mm. I mean, it was like put out there and it was for us to decide, us women. There was there was nothing out there, I think. You know, our parents were probably give, were given HRT, but I think it was a lot of a stronger dose. Yeah. So, you know, there's, you know, it now women, you can just, you know, mm. just take it and, and go for it and, and just basically get on top of your symptoms yeah. and, you know, and you should be all right. Yeah. And it's about reclaiming your body as well. Yeah. Isn't it? That's the word yeah. I was doing. Reclaiming yeah. your body. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. And sorry. So this is your fourth piece of advice. One that we all know, but I think probably don't think about enough. Uh, yeah (laughs) okay Rome wasn't built in a day patience building things slowly but surely okay Mm -hmm. Rome wasn't built in a day I think my mum probably said that time and time (laughs) again I really need to to um take this on board because um I have got a bit of an ADHD so um I want everything now 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 (laughs) don't I Zariah (laughs) she's sitting there like that so I've learned, so setting up Meg's menopause, I've learned to, um, you know, just go with the flow, which is very hard for me mm. because I'm wanting to, I just want to conquer the world. I want to put it out there. I want my products out there. I want everything out there now, but it, it doesn't work like that. You know, everything takes time. Yeah. Everything has to be, you know, passed. Everything is, you know, and also the timing has to be right. And of course, there is a great schedule that is written over there, which is, you know, this comes this month and that comes that month. But really, I have to learn to zip it because I want to cry <laughs> from the rooftops about what's happening. Have you always been like that? Have you always been like, I want it now, I want to do this? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'd, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's one of my, yeah, like one of my traits. Yeah. Before, I thought it was quite a rock and roll trait and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, we're, off to, you know, we're going to New York tomorrow. Mm. But actually, it doesn't work well, especially like even my dad goes, yeah, you're always like, we're going to do this. And then, it's like well hold on a minute you know some people have to work Meg some people have to do yeah. this and then it's the, and then also Meg uh, we don't listen to you because you probably change your mind by Tuesday <laughs> you'll probably go right we're all doing this this weekend so yeah. now I've learned to zip it and mm. to think about it 
go through it and then say, oh, let's do this. Is that a later development in your life? Something yeah, you've that's taken? very late. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> only came in the last two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. never too late, never too late to learn and change, yeah. change your behaviour. Yeah. And this goes back to what you were talking about earlier. I was really interested. You were saying um, about like, drink and food and also shopping all being tied up in in mm. one kind of thing that you yeah have to tackle. which yeah which I tackle so um you know buying things if it ain't broke don't fix it I'm a <laughs> compulsive buyer but it's better to learn to make do and save the planet yeah. okay so that comes down to everything with me mm. it would be like um you know I would be like oh you know what, this sofa, do you not really think it looks a bit grubby? Or do you think, oh, you know, but as well now, um, because if you see on like my Instagram, I'm, mm. I'm pretty like, all of a sudden got this whole thing about plastic. Um, yeah. The reason that my products are all, all basically um, being put on hold is because I'm, I'm basically hoping to, uh, I don't want to do any plastic packaging. No. So I'm looking for something which was 100% compostable, okay, great. which will be, you know, hopefully a first. And it will be quite amazing because I just think um, every time I've all of a sudden looked um, and I just see like the other day, you can't buy a cucumber without plastic yeah. and... So now I know that I'm saying do with what I want because what would I do if I just think, oh my God, I fancy a new sofa. Where does this sofa go? What does it do? Where does it get recycled? It's mm. like everything that you, you know, mm. you know, I'm not so good at doing that with my clothes, by the way, but um, <laughs> we'll get back to that. I do give it to charity though. Yeah. So it, it is quite good. I suppose they are, and I do recycle. Yeah. I'm quite good. I'm basically, if I've, um, I love um, hardly ever worn it. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. So if I get things and then I, I like either than if Aeneas doesn't 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 um claim it which he doesn't that often which I'm quite surprised but I yeah. don't so if it's like oh that's mum's um <laughs> you must have some amazing I know but I just kill for sit, I know but she just likes to like dress like she's a ragamuffin doesn't she she just likes to dress like she's sometimes like, like a homeless person but that's just her thing I mean designer yeah. gear is not her stuff yeah you know, I would have thought she would have just been like head to toe, you know, but no, she just like wants to wear her trainers and her jeans and she's comfy yeah. and, you know, no, no statements going on there. In years to come, she'll be like, why did you sell that? <laughs> why did you go and do that? I'm like, well, I offered it to you. Yeah. I offered it to you, but you didn't want to. Is there a time you can think of where you went just like crazy and just bought something totally outlandish? Um, Yeah, quite often, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I suppose, um, I do have a little bit of tendency to do that. Mm. I am, I am quite good, actually. I, I, I don't just, I don't spend stupid amounts of money on clothes, but if there's something or a key piece or a couple of pieces that I like that I know that would, um, um, sort of, uh, I won't say last cause they're probably seasonal. So I mm. won't say that, but, um, I suppose the last thing that I did buy that I really wanted for ages was a Celine, um, ca- double knitted cashmere jumper, Lovely, yeah. that big one. Um, so I've had, I bought that and I just really talked myself into it in Dover street market. I mean, I was, um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I really talked myself into that. Um, that was, that was last winter, but I've reused it this winter. So okay. I don't feel so bad about that there you go but at the time when you're paying the whatever it is Mm. I don't want to say (laughs) it's it's it is quite a lot yeah yeah and they still bobble the same as any other cashmere (laughs) jumper I have to say that sorry guys sorry Celine but they do (laughs) 
And uh, your final piece of advice uh, is one that we all know, but we probably don't do enough. Yeah, I mean, I really was a bit like mm, drinking uh, three litres of water a day. Mm. And then on the 20th, I, I want... On the 20th of uh, December, I went away with my dad because mm. my mum passed away and I don't really like to do Christmas and, and do the same mm. thing. So um, I went away with my dad and I just said, look, dad, I don't really, do really want really Christmas. And S was at Noel, so I just was like, I don't want to do the whole mm. Christmas thing. So let's just go away and just um, have a week. Go on the 20th, get back on the 27th. Perfect. Really? So what I did was I... Um, I said, right, I'm going to make a constant effort because uh, to drink three liters of water a day, mm. and um, and I did, and I got back, and I've never had so many people comment on like, what really? have you done, and why do you look so good, and um, and then I kept I kept it up. I mean, it hasn't been so good over the last week. I don't know if it's like cold or whatever, yeah. but it, you know, and I made a constant effort just to drink that per day. Um, and it really made a difference. Mm. And I noticed like, you know, I just had more energy. So I had more energy. My skin looked better. Um, just everything seemed to be, um, I went to the toilet more on time. Yeah. I mean, it did help with anything, but I've never done it before. I've always sort of just thought, oh yeah, everyone says drink water, drink water. Yeah. But I just drank three litres. I've drank a litre a day, but I've never done mm. like three litres. It's a lot. It, is a, it feels like a lot of It first. feels like a lot. But if you keep the, um, of course, my, my usable bottle in yes. there with my piece of charcoal in. Yeah. Yeah. My great <laughs> bottle over there, which we will show you because it's amazing. Yeah, get it. It's all right. It's amazing. <laughs> so uh, these, uh, this bottle, which is amazing. And I've got my click cup here, which I think you should, um, we should show you as well. Oh, so, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, my click cup as well. So this is what I do. This one here, it's yep. amazing. It's uh, black and blum. And that's great because it has charcoal in as well. Yeah. So, so I was just drinking those. And then this is the new click club, which is amazing. And you get a, you get a tube of coffee that way as well. Well, I, yeah, I've just learned that. <laughs> <laughs> that shows you where I am, eh? yeah. Not that I drink loads of coffee, yeah. but um, I have like one a day. And the, yeah, I mean, that's, everyone always tells you, don't they, drink water, drink water. But yeah, to be able to see such a difference. No, I saw such a difference. So I can actually vouch that that is one thing that, that really, really is... Um, it works completely so I think it was something like eight of those but that's like it's not that much really and I have my filter and then you and you know. get used to it don't you Just yeah because then you sort of drink so I would drink like one definitely when I woke up in the morning which I found was really bizarre because I used to think you know wake up in the morning be either starving or thinking oh I need to have a coffee but mm. then I would drink that as I woke up sort of wake up in the morning fill that up and drink it and it, it just sort of like I don't know just started me on the day feeling really mm. good mm. you know yeah. And it's a lot easier to do than hot lemon and and, and whatever. Yeah, so that's yeah. just like you just drink that. Wake up in the morning, just drunk it straight away, and it was like perfect starting of the day. We can all do that. It's not yeah. cheap, cheap. I like that one. Yeah. And uh, finally, we're going to end on the worst piece of advice you've ever been given. Okay. <laughs> Tell us that. Shave. Shave in your bikini line or shave anything that matters. <laughs> I think that has just got to be the worst. I mean, I went to boarding school, mm. so... Um, there was a bit of a time that everyone, you know, I went, I started there when I was, I think 10 or 11. So you're probably at that age and, um, you know, and the girls were shaving their arms because they had longer hairs yeah. on their arms. And, you know, I remember one girl even shaving her chest and, yeah. 
and then um you know i suppose we just um and then shaving your bikini line which i just think was i did it once and then it was like absolutely no you're in so, a lot of pain aren't you you know what i mean <laughs> when it grows back it's itchy and everything but i just think even if it's just for um a quick if you just if you're stuck and you can't have a wax or you can't have an imac or whatever i'm just like do not mm. do not shave please do not shave it <laughs> that was my one bit of advice that i just think if i could give anyone especially yeah. young girls you know mm. because um it really it will grow back it grows back different ways and um i've seen some horrific um sites of um people that have shaved <laughs> that have just said why did i ever shave yeah. at a younger age no one told me mm. you know brilliant well, I think I'm all set up for the day there. Loads of water and no shaving. <laughs> okay, yeah, loads of water and shaving. And actually, they, yeah, I mean, hopefully they're really good and I and, uh, hope people get a lot from it. And, uh, and of course, you know, if you need anything, go to Meg's Menopause because I think there you can pick up absolutely everything. Brilliant. Thanks, Meg. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much to Meg for all of her advice. If you want to know more about her website, you can go to megsmenopause.com. If you're enjoying the podcast so far, please do subscribe, rate, review us. It really helps. We look forward to seeing you next week for more advice from women worth listening to.